Oh my goodness, along my journey, I have made so many mistakes. And you know what? It's all just part of learning. Although I have to be honest, I probably didn't think that at the time. In this episode, I want to share with you five mistakes I made when setting up my business and how you can avoid them. Now, even if you're not a business owner, you're not thinking about going into business, these mistakes will translate into everything you do in life. So I encourage you to just get settled in with your cuppa and dive in. Hello, I'm Amy Cruz and thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. My mission is to help you take practical steps each and every day towards living your best happy life. I'm here to motivate, energize you and inspire you as well as share tips and lessons I've learned along the way. So let's dive in. If I'm completely honest, when I had this idea of setting up a business, I did not have a clue what I was doing. I just kind of rolled into it. I made every mistake and unknowingly went against every single rule for success. And as a result, it took me a long time to step into actually being a business owner. You know, my background was in kind of corporate, in retail and hospitality. I'd always had jobs. I'd always had framework and infrastructure processes and policies and having to fit what I did into a way that was expected of me. And of course, when you're a business owner, when you have this idea about setting up a business, you don't have any of that. It's all about creation from the ground up. So in this episode, I want to share with you five mistakes I made and some ways that you can actually work on avoiding them. So my first mistake was lack of clarity. Now, again, you've heard me talk about this before, and I talk about being clear, being focused, being on it, but that was my number one mistake. And honestly, I sat with that for longer than I really should have allowed myself to. This lack of clarity really meant that I was kind of fumbling my way through things I didn't really have a sense of where I saw myself. Actually, that's a lie. I knew I wanted to be a coach. I had an idea of who I wanted to work with. And at that time, it was about personal development coaching, helping people to kind of be the best of who they wanted to be. And, you know, that changed and it evolved over time. But at that time, I didn't have any clarity. So what I didn't have in place was purpose, was vision, I didn't connect with what was really important to me. Why did I want to do this business? What was my purpose? How did I want to show up? What was I doing for people? And I did not have a vision. So how can you avoid that? Well, you need to create those things. And you know what? It doesn't have to be right straight away. I think the thing that was holding me back was that I was scared of putting something down on paper because it was evolving. My thoughts were changing. Now I know I should have just got something down and evolved it over time, which was eventually what I did. So you need to find your purpose and create a vision which helps you focus on how you can live that purpose. And in my case, do business with it. When you find your purpose, your passion will then ignite. And I know that when I first launched my business, it was more of a kind of get out of jail free card a backup option, and not a money-making venture. I wanted to test the water, and that was my 
I guess, my ethos then. And I did that very successfully for so long that my toes got wrinkled. I dabbled and I played it safe for far too long. And this kind of backup card, this get out of jail free card, I thought to myself, well, if I lose my job, I've always got this coaching to go back to. And actually, I was very lucky that I had great jobs, good work that I really enjoyed. And that was really, really fortunate. But this mindset, this clarity, this lack of clarity, this lack of purpose really meant that actually I just treated my business as a bit of a hobby. And I never really saw the true potential of how I could show up and serve people and make a living from it, make a living doing what I love and really lighting myself up. So mistake number one was lack of clarity. Mistake number two, okay, this is a big one, doing what I thought I should do, not what I actually wanted to do. Now, here's the thing. When you have an idea about business, your friends, family, and other contacts will have loads of ideas about it. They'll want to give you advice. They'll want to tell you what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And of course, you can listen to others. But here's the learning that I had. Under no circumstances, allow the opinions of others to fundamentally change what you believe in. I had these grand ideas, but I didn't act on them because of other people's views and opinions. I put plans together for what I thought I should be doing, but that was based on comparing myself to others and not allowing myself to dream big and to do the things that I really wanted to do. If I had been able to muster up the courage, I knew I wanted to teach energy work, but I didn't start doing this for ages, years in fact, because I was so worried about other people judging me. So actually I put to the side the things that I really wanted to do, the things that felt like me, the things that lit me up, that kind of nourished my soul because I was so worried about other people's views and opinions. And you know what? Some of that was founded on what people had said, but there was a whole heap of that that was just stuff that I was making up in my own head. So actually, by listening to others and doing what I thought I should do and not what I actually wanted to do was number two, big mistake. And of course, in amongst all of this is mistake number three, which is experiencing self-doubt, unhelpful and negative self-talk. Now, I have done a lot of work on this over the years, and this is now something that I teach all my clients and my members and anyone else that will listen because the power of the mind is so, so crucial to how we shop and how we live our lives. But my my lesson, the thing that I want to leave you with is get out of your own way. Oh my goodness, this is a phrase I use now because guess what? I got in my own way a lot. Fear really, really held me back. Self-doubt crept in, it took up residence And although deep down I knew and I believed that I was good enough, but working in corporate life felt safe and cosseted. The idea of fronting a business felt vulnerable and exposing. I had to learn to notice my own unhelpful self-talk and handle it differently. And you know what? We all have our moments. This is never completely nailed. Even the gurus of the world experience wobbles. But what I now know is that I have the tools, I have the techniques, I know what to do. When those little moments come up, 
and I start to question myself, either whether it's self-doubt or an unhelpful thought pattern or a belief popping up, I know how to handle that now. I've done the work. I've learned the techniques. And I use them to notice and acknowledge that information and use it instead of allowing it to just take root and stop me in my tracks. And so I think if there's one thought I'm going to leave you with with this um, mistake of experiencing self-doubt is that we all experience self-doubt. We all experience um, negative and unhelpful self-talk, but it's about what we do with it, about how we use that to learn and grow and develop and how we make sure that we're changing some of that language and reframing it into something that is more helpful to us over the longer term. Okay, so let's dive into mistake number four. And I wonder whether you're listening to this and stuff is resonating with you because even though I'm talking about this in a business sense, you can definitely apply this to just any sort of thing in life that you want to be doing. So mistake number four was about feeling the fear and definitely not doing it anyway. So have you heard that? Heard of that book? It's a classic, the Susan Jefferson, feel the fear, feel the fear and do it anyway. Well, I was not doing that. I was feeling the fear and using that fear to help me stay stuck. I let it paralyze me. Well, hang on a second. That's probably a bit strong. I was performing really highly in many areas of my life. And there were so many things that I was feeling the fear and doing it anyway on, but not when it came to launching my business. I don't know what it was about this, but every kind of belief was holding me back. And I had to work through each layer of fear and discomfort, everything that felt really icky, and get to the root of that belief that was holding me back. And once I was doing that work, I then also had to work on building a new thought structure, new behaviors, and new actions to support moving forward instead of allowing myself to stay stuck. And I guess what I've really learned from that is that you know, your comfort zone is as big as you make it. You might have seen that model where comfort zone is in the center and it's about the things that we just do with our thinking. And as we reach further and further from our kind of field of comfort, things become more of a stretch. They become a little bit more uncomfortable, but the further away we go, the worse it feels, the more panic sets in and the more we really put ourselves in that situation where we feel fearful about doing things. So the concept here for me, the mistake, the lesson I learned, I guess, from this mistake was about feeling the fear and noticing that I was out of my comfort zone and finding a way to reach out of that and stretch in a way that was helpful, productive, and allowed me to make progress. And mistake number five for me was not getting help early enough. Asking for help sounds so easy, but at that time, I just found it so hard. I had this belief that as a coach, I've been trained and I should be able to coach myself through it. And I shouldn't ask for help. I was embarrassed to ask for help. I was a strong, independent woman and asking for help felt undermining. When I did eventually bite the bullet and go and ask for help, I invested a lot of money in a business coach. And I'll be honest, it was such a bad investment at that time. What I needed was coaching to work with my mind. And I hired this coach on the premise that we were going to do this mindset work. He was going to help me to work through some of those things that were holding me back in my business. 
And actually, it ends up talking about sales funnels and stuff like that. You know what? That was not the space that I was in. And it was a really regrettable choice because I felt like I'd spent the money, I needed to make the most of it, but I was really not in that place of readiness for that kind of activity. What was I thinking? So really what I'm saying here is ask for help, but get the right help. You know, if you're hiring a coach, speak to a few like I did, you know, but then make your decision. Go with the person that you really feel connected to, the person that you feel understands you as an individual the person that you feel can really, really help you along your pathway. And if you're anything like me, that's not just one single person. That might be a few different people over the course of your life's journey. Many of my clients have been through some kind of therapy or counseling. They've met coaches. They've been on development programs. Some of them have done nothing at all. And I'm their very, very first starting point to getting them focused on themselves and helping them to unpick some of those things that I've talked about, the the mistakes that I've made. And now I'm in a position where I've actually learned my lessons from those mistakes. And I've used those experiences to really propel me forward and help me to teach these things to other people so that you don't have to make these mistakes. And if you're doing this already, then you need to hear what I'm saying. And I want to tell you, you don't have to stay stuck there you can move forward much quicker than I did. And I know that, you know, if I'd done some of these things much earlier, if I'd got focused about my purpose, my clarity, if I, you know, had the courage to do what I wanted to do and overcome those, those mindset niggles and felt the fear and done it anyway, and had that support structure in place to help me, I just know that things would have been different for me and that I probably would have achieved where I am now much, much earlier in life. But do you know what? Life is a journey, and all of the experiences that I've had along the way have prepared me for where I am in life right now. So I am so, so grateful for making those mistakes and for the lessons it has taught me along the way. Thank you so much for listening today and I really hope you've been inspired to make even one change, whether that's a thought process or you're going to go and take an action. That's all it takes to get started. Please do share this with your friends, family and social networks. I'm on a mission to bring more joy, more motivation and energy to the world and the more people, the merrier. 